Welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Quark, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. Good morning. Today, I want to talk to you guys about stress and how it actually impacts our body composition. Because a lot of the times when it comes to fitness goals or weight loss goals, fat loss goals, building muscle goals, whatever kind of like fitness related goals we have, a lot of times people only focus on what to eat and how to train. And so today we're going to be talking about why stress management is actually, should actually be a really crucial part of even your fitness goal and your fitness journey. So stress, how many of you feel stressed right now? How many of you deal with stress on a regular basis, or you also feel like stress is holding you back from getting the results that you're looking for. And that's what we're going to be talking about today because it can, it can have significant impacts on our body composition and it can really impact not only how we, how our body responds to our nutrition and our fitness, but it also will really impact our willpower, our consistency, our accountability and so forth. And so this is why it's such a crucial, crucial part of your fitness journey to really pay attention to. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling stressed, pay attention to that, dig deeper, address it, manage your stress properly so that you can really start getting the results you're looking for. And so today specifically, I wanted to talk about how stress actually impacts our hormones, right? Because our hormones are going to directly influence our metabolism and our body composition and our body's ability to decrease our body fat and also build muscle. It's also really going to impact just how we feel overall, right? If your hormones are imbalanced, like this can result in low energy, which is like low motivation, right? So how excited are you going to be to push yourself with your workouts or even do your workouts, right? It can also really impact our mood. And if, of course, too, if we feel stressed, overwhelmed, anxious, depressed, right? We're not going to want to push ourselves and challenge ourselves. And so again, this can really impact our ability to stay motivated with our workouts and our, and the healthier habits. Another thing too, is if our metabolism slow down, right. And our thyroid function decreases, not only is this obviously going to really impact our ability to lose weight, but it's also going to really impact our overall energy. We're going to feel chronically fatigued one of the number one symptoms of an underactive thyroid. And so really paying attention to how stressed am I? How stressed is my body? How stressed is my mind? And addressing this first while, or even during your, your training program, or if you're whatever fitness program you're following. And so as a holistic nutritionist, like stress is a key, key focus that I help my clients with. And this is typically, right? This is typically what holds women back from getting the results they're looking for, whether that be psychological or whether that be physical, like it comes down to the root of stress. Either they're mentally stressed, and so this is impacting their relationship with food, their coping mechanisms, right? Their ability to stay consistent their ability to stay motivated and focused, or it's impacting them physically. 
and it's impacting their hormones and contributing to these hormonal imbalances. It's like decreasing their energy. It's increasing their cravings, their hunger, right? It's affecting their body's ability to decrease body fat efficiently and also, also build muscle. So as a result, they struggle seeing the results that they want to get. And so digging deeper and asking ourselves, okay, where are we feeling this resistance? Where is our body feeling this resistance? And digging deeper into that to really figure out exactly how can we support our body and our mind better so that it's actually responsive to changes with our calories or our macros or even our training intensity. And so today we're going to be kind of talking about four key areas that I really want you to be aware of and pay attention to. And these are typically the four kind of areas that stress can really, really impact us, specifically in terms of our hormones and our body composition. Today, I want to talk specifically about hormones because this is usually where people are like, okay, like how does stress really affect me on that physical level? And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So the first, first hormone that stress impacts, what do you think it is? It's going to be cortisol. Cortisol is our stress hormone. And so of course, if we are dealing with chronic high stress, we're often also dealing with chronic high cortisol. And so this way too, right? Like we can really tax our adrenals over time if we are not addressing things. And this is what's really, really common with a lot of, um, particularly like women too, because right, our bodies are unfortunately a little bit more sensitive to stressors. Um, don't know if that's quite the best word to use, but just like we also get affected by overtraining or under eating a lot more and lack of sleep and so forth. And so their body does react to stress a lot quicker also because we're typically also mentally putting a ton of pressure on ourselves. So we feel more stressed. And then also just the fact that like our body is really always asking ourselves like, do I feel safe to have a baby and reproduce? And so again, like our body does respond to stress a bit differently than males because we're also really, our body's always checking in with itself and being like, Hey, like, is it safe to really have a baby right now? And sometimes if we're dealing with really high stress, this impacts our reproduction and our reproductive system. So again, high cortisol isn't something that's just like, okay, it's making me feel stressed and overwhelmed. It has systemic kind of impacts on our body. And therefore too, it can also influence our hormones. Now, cortisol specifically, if unaddressed for a prolonged period of time, obviously impacts our adrenals, right? Our adrenals are responsible for our stress response. And so again, if we are dealing with high stress, mental or physical, and we're dealing with high cortisol for a prolonged period of time, and it just doesn't get addressed, right? This can really kind of overburden our adrenals in a sense and uh, can, like contribute to that HPA dysfunction, right? Or something that you may have heard of is adrenal fatigue. This is where we deal with high cortisol for so, so long, and then we hit a point of burnout. And so again, How motivated do you feel if you're going to be burnt out? How hard are you going to push with your goals if you feel burnt out? How happy are you going to be working towards your goals and creating changes if you're burnt out? People don't realize burnout doesn't happen overnight. (laughs) 
it's over a period of time from not paying attention to your stress levels and from not paying attention to the impacts and the toll that you could be having on your body mentally and physically. And so burnout too is something that people really do have to pay attention to, right? Because again, like we can think that it's all about pushing harder and harder and harder to get to our goals. And yeah, we can really push ourselves and we are capable of incredible things. But at the same time, we still need to maintain awareness of the stress that we're putting ourselves under and our body under. Because again, this may lead to burnout. And when we're burnt out, right, how productive do you think you're going to be? How much work are you going to be able to get done? How active are you going to be? How motivated are you going to be? How focused? You're going to be exhausted. You're going to be unmotivated. (laughs) You're going to feel depleted and you're going to be burnt out. So again, right? Paying attention to these things early on in our journey before it becomes an issue is how we can really help ourselves avoid these, these points of burnout or hitting this wall. And so really pay attention to stress because it can really impact your cortisol, right? It could burn out your adrenals in a sense. And therefore too, it can really impact your ability to get those fitness results and just your overall life. Like again, we can burn ourselves out by focusing on a weight loss goal and it's not going to affect just the weight loss goal. It can also affect every day all day, how we show up to our work, our relationships, our families, all our other priorities. So pay attention to these things, especially if you are working on a fitness school. Now, again, as I talked about too, like women have these very complex (laughs) endocrine systems and hormonal balance can be a bit complicated because again, we are not just looking at our hormonal cycles on a 24 hour cycle like clock, but also fluctuations week to week with our cycle. And so again, this is where really paying attention to our menstrual cycle and the feedback that our body gives us through that and how our cycles are such a key indicator of our health. And we can really notice our hormones imbalanced. Is our body stressed out? from the feedback that our body gives us. And so again, too, like we can also be impacting our body composition specifically due to certain hormonal imbalances. So one of the most common imbalances that I find, particularly with A-type super driven women who are dealing with high amounts of stress, and maybe they're not at the point of burnout, but they're getting there, right, is low progesterone. Now, low progesterone is can really impact our motivation. It can impact how we feel, right? And it could really impact, right? If our body is too stressed out, the big reason why is because if our cortisol is elevated and our cortisol is high and our body is stressed out, this really impacts ovulation. And so we could be re- dealing with lower t- progesterone levels due to high cortisol. And so when we are not ovulating properly and our progesterone levels are lower, right? We can also be dealing with estrogen dominance in relation to low progesterone levels. So this doesn't always necessarily mean that we have high estrogen levels, but it could just mean that we have high estrogen in comparison to like we're estrogen dominant in comparison to our progesterone levels all throughout our cycle, right? When certain times progesterone should actually be a bit higher. So again, this hormonal imbalance can also impact our body composition could also impact how we feel. (laughs) So paying attention to these things. And again, the root can actually be high stress. 
and unaddressed stress. Now, another thing too, is we can actually also be dealing with high estrogens. So one of the most common kind of scenarios that I run into with a lot of my like previous clients and stuff is actually estrogen dominance due to kind of poor estrogen elimination. And so again, when we are stressed out, we have to remember like this affects our entire nervous system and our entire body. And particularly with our digestion, if we are super stressed out, this can really impact our digestive function. If you're in the sympathetic kind of fight or flight state, right, your body isn't necessarily going to be like, oh yeah, let's digest this food really efficiently. It's going to be focusing on fighting or fleeing. And so again, elevated cortisol, even if it's not a physical danger, it could be kind of more of a psychological or emotional danger, right? If we're in that more sympathetic state, this can really decrease digestive function can decrease that enzyme production and the production of HCL and the peristalsis throughout our system as well. And so again, we could be not digesting food as efficiently as we should because we're in this more stressed out state. And so this can, again, right? We're all talking about the root cause. This can lead now to scenarios where not digesting food properly. We could be dealing with some gut inflammation. And we could also be dealing with some constipation and our bowel movements are a key part of eliminating toxins as well as excess estrogens. So again, too, if we're dealing with chronic constipation due to stress, then we can also be contributing to certain hormonal imbalances due to not eliminating those extra excess metabolized estrogens as efficiently. And these can get these toxins and these excess estrogens can actually get reabsorbed into our system and again can contribute to hormonal imbalances. So, can you see why stress is super, super important and paying attention to these things, right? Like, because again, a lot of people think, like, oh, stress is just your cortisol, but it can also relay down, right? Unfortunately, with the bottom, it's very interconnected. <laughs> It's very complex and it's interconnected. And so oftentimes things I left unaddressed for a prolonged period of time can kind of like kind of domino effect and spill over into other, other systems and other imba- create, contribute to other imbalances. And so hopefully this kind of gives you a bit of an idea of how one thing can lead to another, can lead to another, and can lead to another. And unfortunately, that's the scenario for a lot of people. And like I said, root cause often is some sort of unaddressed stressor on the body or on the mind too, right? That is unaddressed and is building up and is contributing to certain things. Now, again, we kind of talked about our thyroid and our metabolism, right? So our metabol, like our thyroid function is really going to directly impact our metabolic rate. And so what do you think happens when our metabolism slows down? It's going to be a lot harder to lose weight. It's also, if we are also dealing with like a slow metabolism, our body is also going to kind of conserve energy in a sense as well. And so this is where kind of, especially weight loss or decreasing body fat can be a bit challenging. And so really paying attention to our thyroid function and our metabolism is key. And so we can really kind of impact 
our our thyroid function and particularly the, like the conversion uh, into like active thyroid hormones, like the ones that are actually going to drive our metabolic rate due to the fact that we're dealing with really, really high stress. So again, stress can be a contributor and a root cause to kind of any kind of thyroid issues. And so really paying attention to that too, because again, unaddressed long-term stress can really impact your thyroid, which can impact your metabolism, which can impact your body composition. So really paying attention to that. And a lot of times people will complain and say that, oh, I have a slow, slow metabolism. And it's like, yeah, but ask yourself why? Like, sure, there could be genetic factors, but again, our lifestyle and the environment we put our body through right? And different, so many different things about our nutrition and our exercise and just like our habits can really also influence our thyroid function. And so paying attention to these things too and asking yourself, okay, why is my metabolism slow? Because your metabolism is like highly flexible and adaptable. So again, what have you possibly, what kind of environment or scenario have you possibly put it in to kind of result in it with like adapting in a slower way or a less ideal way compared to what you're wanting. And again, all of this, all that I'm trying to say like through all this and is bring awareness to the fact that like we can work with our bodies and get better fitness results. That's the thing guys. And a lot of people don't think about this. They think about like, okay, how many calories do I need to eat? What are the macros do I need to eat? They use some macro calculator and they don't actually take in consideration, check in with themselves and check in where their body's at. And again, our stress levels, how our body feels, where our hormones are, right? Very unique to us. And again, we can really influence the rate (laughs) and the process of getting towards specific fitness goals when we start kind of looking inwards and asking ourselves these questions and really working with our own body, if that makes sense. So really pay attention to your stress. Really pay attention to how your body feels. Really pay attention to your scenario and your mindset and your thoughts. And stress can be psychological or it can be physical. And so paying attention to these things too can really help us start actually working with our bodies and actually personalizing our approach in a way that helps us feel better and helps our body actually kind of be responsive to certain nutritional or fitness changes. And so again, a lot of the times people get frustrated because they're eating the right calories or eating the right macros or following the right training program, but their body isn't responding. They're feeling that resistance and typically resistance comes from stress. So aside from just the hormonal and physical impacts that unaddressed long-term chronic stress can have on the body, which can also impact how our body kind of functions, right? And kind of uh, is able to kind of decrease body fat or build muscle, right? Or drop weight, right? We can also be really impacting our ability to stay accountable and consistent with those habits that are actually going to help us get the results, right? How many of you have felt stressed? And you're like, I need a, I need some comfort food. I need to treat myself. Like I want something good to eat. So many people use food as a coping mechanism. And so again, 
if you have a very kind of set meal plan or you're trying to eat in a calorie deficit, but you're getting stressed out and you're binging and you're eating certain foods that probably aren't super aligned with your goals or overeating, it's going to kind of hold you back, isn't it? So again, like people get super frustrated with their lack of discipline or their lack of willpower when it's like, it's not as easy as just being like, you know what? I'm going to have willpower today. It's like really asking yourself, like, what is motivating you and triggering you and creating that stress in your life, right? That's causing you to cope with food. So really digging deeper into that too. And so again, when we manage your stress and we feel better and we feel less stress, oftentimes, right, we're going to be a lot more consistent with healthier habits. We're going to be able to eat a lot more mindfully. We're going to be able to stay a lot more accountable. And so again, too, like if you are working towards a fitness goal and, or you have a body composition goal, like really pay attention to your stress management. If you think stress is holding you back right now and you feel like a holistic approach would be helpful, then it's like, just message me because again, like the, the Nixon approach, the reason why we are able to get our clients such great results in such a short period of time and actually help them maintain that is because we really dig deeper, right? We're not just looking, giving you a macro plan or a calorie plan, or even like a training program. We're actually digging deeper into like, okay, what are your goals? Like, why are they important to you? Like what's been holding you back? How do you actually feel? How does your body feel? And so again, addressing like health first, right? Our motto health first and the results follow because it happens. It's true. If we address our physical and our mental health first, then we will naturally get better body composition, healthier body composition. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps the podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Quark. Until next time.